Oh man, I was falling asleep today. I was so tired. I was like, yeah, I was too. I was asleep. Yeah, because we didn't go to bed till like one o'clock. What are y'all doing? It just I oh, could. Oh yeah, <laughs> bedtime. Let's see. Uh, I was trying to fall asleep, and Holly was reading a book. It got real exciting. Man, really exciting, like hot stuff. And then I did fall asleep. This and has been couples, <laughs> married couples, sex talk. <laughs> and then her hair, her hair fell on my shoulder, and I thought it was a roach. So I popped up out of bed at like one one o'clock in the morning. That's pretty dang exciting, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I turn on the lights, and I'm looking for this roach, and it's not there. And I said, "Were you asleep?" She's like, "I was." She woke me up. I thought your hair was a roach, <laughs> girl. Girl, your hair is roachy. That's the best thing of life ever. <laughs> girl, you a roach? Because you've been running over my bed sheets all day. Girl, your hair is like a tree roach. It's flying. It's terrible. It's so fly. Oh, gosh. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite pop culture podcast. My name's Jose. And I'm Richard. Hey, you actually said it right this we time. We are your hosts. Yeah, pop culture podcast. <laughs> I always get it wrong because it's very um, tongue twisting. Is it? It's a twisting tongue. Is it? It's tongue. See, I, I can't even say that properly. <laughs> Maybe I'm just bad for this. Maybe I'm just bad at this. Like 42 episodes in, <laughs> I've realized that I'm terrible at my job. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Wait a minute. To f- this is your job? You're getting paid for this? No, but like <laughs> my job is the host. Like you don't have to get paid for your job, bro. I mean, I hope you get paid for your job, but there's some jobs you do where you don't get paid. This is true. Like being a dad. That's a job and you don't get paid. Well, I guess you get or being a mom. paid. Being a mom. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm, that's not my job is to be a mom. My job is to be a dad. And part of that job is to let my kids watch cartoons on Saturday morning. <laughs> no, not, but in order but, to do that, we have to do our homework. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds and so, watch cartoons ourselves. This, this sounds so forced. But um, so anyway, Rick posed a question to me, and it was supposed to just be a simple verses on a show, but it it brought up so many memories and so many like conundrums that I felt we had to talk about it for a lengthy amount of time. Um, so he posed a question. And that question is, which was the better 90s cartoon? Batman the Animated Series or X-Men? The Animated Series. The Animated Series. Or TAS, as we call it in the biz. <laughs> do we, do do we call that? it? Do you see what it says, TAS? I always thought, I was like, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, it's the Animated <laughs> Series. Um, so uh, Batman the Animated Series, just for some background, everybody, Batman the Animated Series ran from 1992 to 1995. X-Men, the animated series, ran from some other time that I don't have in front of me right now. So take that. <laughs> I thought, like, literally, okay, I'm on I'm on Google, and I just scrolled over thinking, it's going to be right here. It was not right there. It's not. It's still not here. Like, We're I'm super prepared for this. I don't need to be prepared for anything. I'm seeing all these cool shows, though, that I really want to talk about. <laughs> You got it? You got it? You got it yet? No, no. I was looking up something else. Oh, you. dang, man. X-Men. Because I know they ran around the same time because I'd watched them. 
Okay, just give us a second here. We're almost there. Well, this is this is great. It doesn't matter. This is great I don't care. Great They're audio. Ninety two to ninety seven. Okay, so roughly the same. Yeah, they can They were were really about the same time. Yeah. Um, and they were on Fox. They're yep. both on Fox. Yep. They played. I think they played one after the other. Like the X Men would come on, and then Batman would come on. Yep. Because they had a like an animation block. Yeah. In the afternoons, and then and then another one we're gonna talk about, which is Spider Man, was also on yes. the block. Yeah, uh, because that's what started this whole thing is like you mentioned those two and I'm like, but wait, there are like a lot of other good animated shows based upon, you know, comic book property as well, including and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, including the, the Holy Grail of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so we're going to talk about all of them and what we like, disliked. Yeah. And maybe we'll pick a winner. Probably not. I have a winner. I know what your winner is. It's obviously Batman the Animated Series. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, obviously. this is a f- fantastic show. Yeah. Um, but let's let's start with let's start with that one. Why? Why though? Um, I liked Batman the Animated Series because uh, a Kevin Conroy did such a great job playing Bruce Wayne and uh, and Batman, and also soy Batman. <laughs> that means I am Batman. That's not right. <laughs> uh, we also had Mark Hamill as the Joker. Uh, Wonderful, the best, the, one of the best Jokers. Yeah, um, and so. I, I liked Batman the Animated Series because I felt like it was an actually serious kids cartoon. Like, it wasn't just super brightly colored. It was very dark. Um, I felt like it was the closest thing that we could get. It was like Tim Burton. Tim yeah, Burton and Nico. Exactly. <laughs> um, the the art style of it was was interesting it wasn't like anything we had seen it seemed simple right yes yeah but it was done so well yeah not not simple in a bad way just simple like simple lines and honestly like i felt like um the writers of this series thought kids could actually understand emotion and 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 storylines and um they nuance right yeah they didn't dumb it down right like the the two that I was kind of talking about this yesterday. Um, two of the stories that, that really stuck out to me or th- three that I'm remembering three. now there's man bat. Okay. Which is not the first one, which is the very first episode. Oh, it is the first episode. Um, it's really good. It's a very sad story. Um, uh, kind of about the, the doctor that's trying to, to create these experiments. Um, Clayface is story. All the Clayface episodes. All the, all the Clayface stories are really sad. But the first one's really, really sad. Oh, yeah. Where, like, he he's going through his crisis and he's, like, trying to, you know, he's doing whatever he can to save his career. And at the end of it, like, he basically falls apart at the, at the end of the episode. And then the Mr. Freeze episode, the origin episode, mm. where he's trying to save his wife. Um, and there's just so many, like, it, it, they were dark, sad stories. They weren't bright, you know, dumbed down for kids or anything like that. They were just so done so well. The writing of this of this series is so good, and I think it, it it's appreciated for that reason. So I think one of my favorite episodes is the, there's two there's two of them, right? One of them is the one where it's a Bruce Wayne episode where he gets sent to that prison. Yes, yeah, that is like a fantastic episode. Yeah, because it's not about Batman. Yeah. And, He's not he's not playing Batman and it, Batman's barely in the episode at yeah. all. But the writing is amazingly good and it shows you what kind of man Bruce Wayne is. Um yep. I thought it was really cool. Um 
And then there's the episode. Um, oh crap! I just forgot. It just flew out of my freaking head. Oh, the one where they're all sitting around talking about how they almost got him. Yes, that is another. Good and then episode. Batman reveals himself. Batman's as Killer the Joker. Croc. He's, oh yeah, that's right. He's Killer, Killer Croc. Croc. And he's yeah. like, he's like, Walk. oh. <laughs> and the story that he tells is because he's pretending to be Killer Croc. It's so simple. Is he's like, I had a rock and I almost <laughs> smashed him over the head. <laughs> and they're like, really? That's it? Because they're telling these intricate yeah. stories, and he's like, well, it was a really big rock. <laughs> And at the end, it's Batman, and, yeah. and they're playing poker. And it was a really cool story in little vignettes. I like how they just, every episode wasn't same same formula. Yep. It was totally different. Was different. Some of it was not even about crime fighting. Like, there was another story where he was, like, going over the old neighborhood, and it was the doctor, his yeah. friend that's a doctor. And, I mean, it's, it, there's crime fighting in it, but it wasn't, like, typical Batman versus a villain, you know, kind of, I'm matched against this other villain. It was, like, they were basically, the mafia was, like, burning out the... Yeah. the town to get them to move yeah and she gets caught in one of them it was just an interesting story and whenever they took that like trip down memory lane kind of stuff it was really cool it had like a 50s vibe to yes. it a newer vi- yeah nor nor yeah. the other the, nor? <laughs> the other episode uh other story is when um you had uh cyborg batman um uh, Oh yeah, where they were taking over the pe- the, the cyborgs were taking over. And- well, like th- th- yeah, there's there's a copy of him made, mm-hmm. and he freaks out at the end of it. If you haven't seen this episode, please go watch it. It's so good. But basically, the the robot is made so well that it it takes up the same kind of morality moral mm-hmm. code that Batman has, where he doesn't take a life, and he gets into this fight with Batman. And thinks that he's killed him because he fell down one of the one of the um, pits in the Batcave, and the robot at the end freaks out. He's like because he took a life and ends up destroying himself. It's so good. Yeah, it, it was it was well, really I mean, good. It, I mean, the way that it portrayed the villains, like the, it was Rogues Gallery, basically. Yeah, talk about Mister Freeze. Excellent interpretation of Mister Freeze. Yeah. I thought uh, it also introduced us to Harley Quinn. Yes, because she was not part of the uh, comic book series nope. at all. She was created specifically for the show, and I thought they did a wonderful job of creating 100%. her as a character. Hundred percent, and she was a good like sidekick to the Joker. Yeah, and then even after after the Joker, when she was on her own, or she was with, like Poison Ivy. They they did well together. Poison Ivy was another good one on the yep. show. Penguin was done really well too. Yep. Uh, of course, the Joker, Scarecrow. A Scarecrow was done really well. Yeah. I mean, and then they had like Mad Hatter. Yeah. Who was a B freaking list character, yeah. but in this it was really good, and they did a good job yeah. of doing it. Uh, another episode I liked was the one where they're in the video game. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the, oh, the the is the Riddler is a Riddler centric yeah. episode. Um, and they're trying to defeat the game, and it's like that the hand of the fate hand of and everything. Yeah, yeah, hand of fate. So good, man. And he's in the labyrinth. Yeah, the, yeah. the labyrinth of the Minotaur. It was just cool. And they're Robin yeah. in that episode, and Robin's trying to figure stuff out. Also, each episode, it wasn't like in order. Yeah, yeah. It was just basically like, t- it was like an anthology series for Batman, yep. just telling stories of what was going on and like different adventures they had. So yeah. um, I had a really a lot of cool stuff that wasn't just typical, you know, fight here, do this. Yeah. Like the Greg, the... Great Ghost episode, I think it was. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was really yeah. cool. See, they're just all... Like, yeah. you bring them up and they're like, man, that was a good episode because a lot of them are... The Mask of really, the Phantasm. Really good episodes. Yeah. That was the show. That was a movie. That was the movie that was yeah. made. I've never seen that movie. It's actually. really good. I've heard it was really good, but I've never seen it. Um, but I really did enjoy this animated series. Yeah. So, I mean, we haven't said anything bad about it because there's really not a lot that no. was bad about it. It really isn't. Um, but compared to the X-Men, that's tough because I love the X-Men. I will say I mean, the X Men the animated series is the closest thing that we we have to a comic book being made into a cartoon. Yeah, 
Well, so and then like they just did storylines correct, right? Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. And it wasn't a it wasn't an anthology where they just showed a different no. thing. It wasn't order. It had, it had a full storyline. Story it had yeah. a lot of storylines, branching storylines, all this stuff that was happening. They did the Phoenix Saga. Yep, and they did it right, and they yep. did it awesomely. Man, everybody's powers were perfect on part. Yep, I think their the characters like even now. I think when you think of the characters. You don't compare it to the comic books. You compare it to Batman or to X Men: The Animated Series. Yeah, I do anyway. Like when yeah. I think of Rogue, I don't think about the comic book Rogue. No. I think about Rogue Sugar for the yeah. Southern <laughs> Rogue from Batman. Like er- yeah, uh, everything anyway, that we have in the Batman. movies, especially like the Gen One X Men movies, right? Like we, I, I think we all expected that they would lean on the cartoons mm-hmm. to build like the actors, like the char- the archetype for the characters, and things like that. I don't think they did. They did. They should have. They should have. They should have. They heavily. definitely should have. Um, so, I mean, some memorable episodes for me um, would be uh, some of the. Let me try to think. Like the whole Dark Phoenix thing. The Dark Phoenix stuff was uh, really cool. Easily, easily one of the best. The Mister Sinister, saga. all the Mister Sinister stuff. Anytime yeah. Mister Sinister got involved. Um, Magneto was a very good character. Well yes. done on there. Morph, any like not just the beginning of Morph, but the, when Morph came back. This is Mr. Yeah. Sinister probably. But Morph yeah. came back, yeah. and he was like trying to figure out who he was, and that was yeah. really cool, really well done. Um, Wolverine uh, in Alpha Flight, yeah, they brought an Alpha Flight was really yeah. cool. Um, seeing just seeing some characters they don't normally think about. Oh, seeing some characters they don't normally think about uh, in that show done really well. Exactly. Was really awesome, yeah. And I mean, it was in the in the, the animation style was totally different. Yeah, totally. It was in line with the comic book. It was, and it was that '90s comic book yeah. kind of, you know, Rob Liefeld kind of artwork kind of yeah. stuff, gritty ish, you know. Um, cable with all his fifty million fanny packs for some reason, <laughs> and like eight feet tall. <laughs> um, Days of Future Past, they did yes. that. That was really they cool did. with Bishop coming back, man, and and. Um, I mean, they had so many, so many, so many storylines. Like, were I mean, they definitely altered some storylines to fit the the TV, the cartoon better. But they did such a good job. And I think the good thing about that is it wasn't dumbed down either. No, it was yeah. serious. What was going yeah. on? And this is the show. Yeah. Um, trying to think of like, because they had so many different characters on there from from the X Men. Um, you know, you have the star. Even think about the Star Jammers with yep. uh, Chris Summers, which is Cyclops' dad. Yep. Uh, they had a lot of the Shi'ar influence. They even did on. Mojo World. They did recently. Mojo World, which I loved. Mojo yeah. World. I think it was really cool and interesting. With Shatterstar or not? No, um, one shot. Shatterstar. No, Shatterstar. Was it? Yeah. Long, okay. long shot. Long shot. Long shot. Yeah. Long shot. Um, and they had Spiral in there. I mean, they just have characters that you never freaking think about. Yeah. Um, but they're they're in there. Yeah. Um, so like, cause I got to think like, what would I want to watch more often than, yeah. than the other? Like, but then again, I do have that bootleg that I bought yeah, you did. from China. Yeah. I think it's from China, maybe even from Canada where it's like, before they put it out in a DVD series, yeah. I went on, on eBay and I bought all of the episodes of the X-Men yeah. animated series because I loved it so much. I wanted to do the same thing with Batman, but I couldn't find it. And it was way like anything I had. It was, it's hard to it, find. It was more episodes. Yeah, I think there was more episodes, and they have it now, but it's super expensive, yeah. man. And I can't find a place to stream it because I want to show. Like I would I watch it Amazon had it. Does they have it? I think Amazon has it because I want to watch it with. They do, but you have to pay for it. Okay, it's not on Prime or anything. I thought it was. Yeah, okay. so I want to watch it with with my kids, and you know, because I think it's a good show to watch it with them, and it's wholesome, whatever. So <laughs> we think about those. Okay. So then I thought about Spider-Man. Yeah. Because that was actually really well done as well. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Like compared to... Because they've had a lot of Spider-Mans since yeah. then. 
interestingly enough, they've had other X Men, but none have ever compared to that. Right. No. Same thing with the Batman, honestly. Like Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond was good. Yeah. But it wasn't the same, and it was okay. It was it was one of the better spinoffs. Yeah. But then they have like Brave and the Bold or Bat and the Bold yeah. or some silly thing like that, and they had some other kind of ones. I just didn't. They were dumb. I yeah. didn't like them. I agree. Um, but Spider Man. There have been some other good Spider Mans too. Um, but that one, I don't know. It just. It was just. I guess because it reminded me so much of the X Men animated series. It really did, and there was some crossover episodes. There was some crossover yeah. stuff, but it was a really because because in that time they had they started doing that, and then they did like Iron Man, they did Fantastic Four. Oh, man, I forgot they had all, all yeah they they had all yeah. these different Marvel properties that they were making into comic book uh, TV shows. But the X Men and Spider Man was some of the best. Yeah, and I think they just really good job of making Peter Parker Peter Parker who he was. And bringing in the rogues gallery and having his life just be a total mess all the time. Yeah. And not only that, but they also really went into a lot of the, the deeper storylines and they brought, they were able to bring in Venom, they were bringing Carnage. Uh, they did the goblins really well. Uh, they did, that is my definition of the Kingpin character, is the, the one from the cartoon. He's just oh, yeah. gigantic, gigantic, imposing. And, yeah. And not and not just a fat crazy you know fat imposing dude, but he's just scary as well, yeah. like in his reach. Yeah, um, you, you got to see Scythe, like when they were going through the uh, Smythe. 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 Uh, you got to you know when they were going through the Man Spider series, mm-hmm. you know with uh, Spider Man having multiple arms. Yeah, um, when he turned into the the, the well, then they, and then they they did the. Um, I think they did the clone Spider-Man. They did as well, but yeah. that was later on. That was, I mean, he says the thing. So another thing about the, comparing that to Batman, yeah, Batman series all the way through was amazing. Yes, until it ended, like yeah. it was all good. X-Men that last season was not dips. as good because they changed the animation yep. house and they changed a couple of things. Yeah, and I know they changed some things to Batman, but it didn't suffer as much. Spider-Man, it was like good for a couple of seasons, and then it yeah. just and then it just it was kinda, just, they couldn't. I don't know yeah. if they couldn't figure it out or whatever. Um, but it just it just wasn't as good as that. Really, first after they seasons. went through like the symbiote series, mm-hmm. then it kind of went downhill from that. Yeah, but again, the like the cool thing is there are some. Um, Villains that are that are specific to these characters, like you think of the Sinister Six, Doctor Octopus, Lizard, yeah. Shocker, Electro, Vulture for for um, Spider Man, and they got Magneto, uh, Sabretooth, Omega Red was a really cool episode yes. in the X Men. Um, but you have some X Men villains as well, Apocalypse. Any, yeah. I forgot to mention any of the Apocalypse episodes. Oh my gosh, those are amazing. so good, they were so good, so good. And truly, that's what you wanted to see when you saw Apocalypse. Yeah, the X Men movie. Yeah, uh, first Again, class series. Why we we were, we wish they had pointed so much to the TV series when they were doing the movies. Yeah, because that was the Apocalypse I wanted to see, where yep. he was, he can move and gigantic. Yeah, it was great, deep, man. Super deep voice. Oh, it was great. Um, and imposing. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Batman, of course, with, like we talked about, Harley yeah. Quinn, Poison Ivy, Scarecrow, all these yeah. iconic villains. They did a, they do, a, in this time, they just did a really good job. Yeah. But I think that's the po- problem with, like, Iron Man, because his villains suck. They did. They just suck, dude. Yeah. Iron Monger, I guess. Mandarin. Mandarin could be kind of cool. Yeah. Fing, fing, fing. I mean, you start having weird villains. Like, yeah. I don't care about none of these people. Yeah. And then Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom is a really good villain. Yes. But he's like a Marvel villain, just like a total Marvel. Yeah. He's like Thanos, right? There's yeah. not a specific villain for somebody, even though he's 
really their intentions, yeah. but it just wasn't that good. And that they, show wasn't. I don't know about that show. They did do a modern version of Iron Man where it was like teenage Iron Man. Recently, yeah, and that version of Armored Mandarin, Adventure or something? yeah, something like that. That version of Iron of Mandarin was dark and menacing. Well, I think. Well, that's what they do now because, like, the Spider Man they have is, um, what is he? Spider Man, uh, like the Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, is what they have because they have all the spiders. Like, don't they have uh, Miles Morales in there and Spider Gwen? They probably do. I think oh, so. Why do they have Spider? Why? Why is that even a thing? Anyway, I don't know why that's a thing. Um, <laughs> I should probably read more comic books, but um, no. But then, like, you see, look at Doctor Octopus. He's just got this weird style to him. Yeah, and his enemies are like super brutal and yeah. like just menacing. Yeah. Um, it's not just like happy-go-lucky. You know, yeah. Smythe is goofy and he falls out of his chair. <laughs> I think we would be remiss to not talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I didn't actually... When I watched that series as a kid, I had no idea that it was a comic book. Neither did I. And a super dark comic book at that. Yeah, not even a nice, friendly comic no. book. It was, it was... Like, it's one of the few comic books where, a, a, it's all black and white, except for all the blood. The blood is red. And there was a lot of blood in this comic book. Um... But I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, out of the four that we've talked about, it was definitely the goofiest, right? Yeah, man. <clears throat> but it was, I don't know, because it, it didn't have the source material. No. Like, I mean, it did, but it wasn't working off the source material. But something about that show was just just cool. It I mean, was an I introduction guess, to storylines. I guess from the theme song. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right. Because if you look at... Um, I've I've gone back and watched Transformers. Yeah, Dude, it's rough. It's hard to watch. It's rough. It's, there's really no story, and it's the same thing over and over again. And there's no anything extra going on. The villains are all this. They're, they're one. They're one dimensional villains. Yeah. So when you think about um, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's kind of one. If not really though, like he has a reason why he does not like Splinter and he's right. against him and they go into the backstory and that was really cool when they started going to that but then you think of some of the cool villains like adding Bebop and Rocksteady right. awesome and Baxter's, Baxter Stockman yeah. as the fly I mean they just had some weird wacky villains um, April O'Neil was there to just be <laughs> was a, why was she <laughs> who there? knows I have no idea why Human proxy. there a kids show yeah um, well, you, get, you get Casey Jones. Casey Jones. You get the Technodrome. The Technodrome. Like you mentioned, Krang. Yeah, when he Krang. came in. That was awesome, yeah. man. I'm just so many memorable characters. And there was ah, there's somebody else. I can't remember. I know there was one more person that was prominent in the in the show. Yeah. But I can't remember. Anyway, but that was a really good show, and I loved watching that. And I think you're right. It was because there was a story behind it, and there was a lot of... And it was, it was like it there were built seasons. Upon itself. Yeah, there were seasons yeah. where it was just this is what they're building up to. Right. And shows didn't really do that before. There was stuff. There was a, it was building up to a big battle most yeah. of the time when you think about it. And so to have this show where you have turtles that were big and crime fighting and heroes ninjas, in a half show turtle power. I think it also also I think it had a lot to do with the theme song. Oh, one hundred percent. The theme song was amazing. Yes, the theme song was amazing, y'all. Yeah. If you've never watched the nineteen eighties, late nineteen eighties, early nineteen nineties, uh, Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles show, you are doing yourself a disservice. Cool. Interesting enough, they've made several Ninja yeah. Turtles shows after that, um, and I might just be old and crotchety. I don't like them. They're not as good. Even the ones that came right after, when I was a kid, I didn't like them. Because it just didn't have the same vibe. I don't know what was different or why it yeah. just worked. It just worked, you know? Similar with what the ones we've already talked about. 
Um, what did you ever watch the Superman animated series show? Because uh-huh. I did not. Yeah, I, I did, and it was it was kind of a sister show to uh, Batman the animated series, similar to like Spider Man. Yeah, so Batman kind of set the tone um, for the animation style and everything, um, which then set the tone for Superman, which has set the tone for like the Justice League cartoons and things like that. And so I, the Superman one was really interesting. There was definitely more of a cohesive storyline going into that series as opposed to Batman, but it lost the grittiness for it. And the storytelling was much better on Batman, the animated series than it was on Superman. Do you think the storytelling was, cause the storytelling was superb yeah. in Batman, it, even better than like, x-men in per episode per yeah, episode, per episode yes. storytelling was better overall arc didn't have one right in, in most of the time so it was hard but do you think it was because of that format that it had better storytelling think about it. i you think so to, you have to cram the storytelling into this one show like you you have a, a beginning and end yeah there's no well if we don't fi- fix it here we can just fix it in the next episode yeah right that's that's yeah. the way you do it. it's like well each episode we can leave stuff out because we'll put in the next one but with this it's like this is a self-contained episode. You have to finish. I feel it right like here. they really had to take time and like uh, like flush these things out before they could make them. Well, I think that's what they should return to that with some shows. Then to do that, like you begin thirty minutes later, you have twenty-two minutes later, whatever it is, you yeah. have to be done, and your story has to make sense. Yeah, and they impacted a lot of emotion into that little twenty-minute episode. Yeah. Because they knew they only had 20 minutes. Yep. I, they just get a phenomenal job doing yep. that. And I think it's hard to encapsulate that when you have a 12-episode run and you can have a whole the whole storyline is across those 12 episodes. Yep. So if you don't do something right in this one episode, it's okay. It's going to carry on to the next episode. Yep. But with Batman Animated Series, if you don't do something right, you've lost that episode. 100%. That's it. It's done. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I think I think Batman the Animated Series obviously wins. Yeah, because of its format, man. I think it was a smart way to do that because I like that. Like I don't, I don't always need a big story. I don't think it works with the X Men though because you have so many people. Yeah, hundred percent. There were so many yeah. people and there were so many stories that they had to cover that built upon each other. Mm-hmm. Like some story arcs, like when a story arc ended, you could see the footprints of the next story arc, yeah. right? And so there was a lot of that in in that series, and I think it ne- it needs it as a whole to do it. But I just the darkness of Batman. Um, they didn't make it super bright. They didn't make it super kitschy for kids. Um, I think it's it holds it holds in the, true in the in the material. And it wasn't yeah. it was there was not a lot of goofiness like Spider Man. There was a lot of goofiness. Yeah, you know it's a goofy kind of show. Yeah. Um, but I think that would have benefited too from just having one episode to maybe even two episode two parters yeah and that's it and yeah. then just keep it going with maybe some running themes yeah. in there that could lead to something else spider-man had a lot bigger arcs than x-men even did. oh dude, it was crazy man yeah. it was like the whole season was one arc of something that was going yeah. on like x-men would have a little bit arc and then do maybe a couple arcs yeah. in one season it's like spider-man was the whole season was this one this one big story and then here you go at the end there's a big fight yeah Woo-hoo. yeah <laughs> i liked it though i mean it was it was good i like the way they wrote the characters yeah um but yeah, and there's more anime. Those are just a couple of anime. There's so much more anime. Those are the four that stuck out for us. I watched yeah. when I was a kid. Uh, Bobby's World. I'm sorry. You didn't like Bobby's World? No. I'm not a huge Howie Mandel fan. Bobby's, even as a young even child, as a kid, I did didn't not like, like Howie Mandel. Because he had weird curly hair. Forget Howie Mandel. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> anyway. What was your favorite 90s show? 
my favorite 90s show i'm asking them oh oh okay i thought you're asking, asking me. them now i was like we've been talking about this forever i know Sorry. i'm asking them i messed up yeah I me- you messed up my promo last week i messed up with your promo you this did. week you did you did <laughs> that's why i don't do promos <laughs> let us know what you think your favorite 90s show was and we'll tell you you're wrong. Yeah, you're thinking is incorrect, especially if it's not Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, basically, if you say any, yeah. if you say the Smurfs, I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> Shoot us an email at it's going um, it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at it's going igtgs show. That's igtgs show. I'm gonna try to do my best Jose impersonation here. Join the conversation at Facebook facebook.com/slash it's going to get stupid. And uh, grandma's at Instagram. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Get, send us a gram. I don't think I've ever said grandma's. Send us a gram. I'm not trying to mimic you. I'm just send us a gram at Instagram. Send us a couple of grams. <laughs> Some Teddy Grams. Uh, teddy, yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Graham crackers. Yeah. Give us the grams. <laughs> I don't know. I had like a New York gangster accent. I still don't know. Are you, what our, are you Cholo I, Jose? I actually don't know what our Instagram is. <laughs> trying to it's going to get at It's going to get stupid. Or hit up our website at www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. You can send the grams to the Facebook or the <laughs> website. What was the last thing you watched, Jose? Do you have anything to talk about? Uh, oh have man. you watched anything? I haven't watched. I'll just talk about the deuce. I don't even care. Uh, anyway, so I finished watching Westworld, and I talked about that, right? The ending and everything. Yeah. I finished watching Westworld. So again, I'm not watching. I haven't watched. I'm not. It's not like I'm protesting He's not boycotting movies. movies. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I'm cheap, and he lost his movie. Pass. I lost the movie pass, and I'm thinking about getting this AMC pass so I can watch movies again. It's ten dollars more a month, so remember I'm cheap. Um, if you want to donate to the cause, uh, no. Anyway, so I'm talking about shows because I've been watching a lot of TV shows now, um, or else I'd just be talking about like old movies that I yeah. watch, and I'm not going to do that because I haven't actually watched any old movies either. All I've been watching is TV shows. So I finished Westworld. And then I started at the same time watching Punisher, The Deuce, American Horror Story, and Jessica Jones Chapter 2. That's four That's shows. That's a lot of shows, yo. And I finished one of them. Um, so, I, so I started watching The Deuce, and it's on HBO. So what this show is about, and I found it interesting. So first off, it, start, it stars James Franco. Jameson Franco. I don't Ugh. know. Do you don't like James Franco? I'm just kind of okay. tired of him. Okay, he's he's good at this. So he has a twin brother, and he runs a bar, um, and he has dreams and aspirations to be in the city life. It's this takes place in the seventies, um, and then you have Mackie Gyllenhaal, who is a producer on this show. Um, she plays a prostitute that does not have a pimp, so she's a pimpstitute. Pimp. I may have talked about this just so I could say the word pimpstitute because she's her own pimp, um, and then so it's it's kind of this culture of of pimps and prostitutes in new 70s new york city in times square where it was like i remember hearing about even when even the 80s it was kind of it not cleaned up yet right like it was still yeah you didn't go down there it was peep shows and all this weird stuff was there and it was just a not a good place to be and now it's all cleaned up and it's friendly in the today show and you have a it's been gentrified it, well you know, maybe it needed to be. I mean, no, that's yeah. terrible. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen on this show. Um, anyway, so in the 70s, Maggie Gyllenhaal, prostitute, James Franco is a bar owner who interacts with pimps and prostitutes because he runs the bar in that part of town. And it's it's right before pornography has be, is, becomes legalized in the United States. 
So they have all these peep shows and everything. And so it's kind of like the evolution of how that happened and how the gangsters were involved with that and how um, prostitutes turned to that as opposed to prostitution. It's a really interesting show. Um, still has a lot of nudity because it's about prostitutes. And it's on HBO. Um, and it's on HBO. And every show on HBO, for some reason, like even a show you and I, I, I swear, now that they've purchased Sesame Street, someone's <laughs> naked on Sesame Street because <laughs> it shows that you don't even, you wouldn't think would have any kind of, are just like, oh, I'm going to disrobe right now. I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. You don't need to. This is a, it's a show. It could be whatever. It's like, unnecessary. Yeah. Like AMC has American Horror Story, and that was a show that. If it was on, if it was on HBO, oh my gosh, this show would be t- t- all the time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's an interesting look at that, that period era. of time, uh, what was going on in New York City, and kind of you know, there's so there's one character on the show that's gay, and how you know gay bars were starting up, and how they were underground, and it's very very interesting look in the history. I know it's fictionalized. Yeah. Um, but it. What when I watch a show like this that's fictionalized but set in the past, it makes me interested. So I go and look up and, that era. and research on that era and that time and that specific place and what was really going on. First off, so I can appreciate what I'm watching more, and then just to gain a little more knowledge. Um, so I check it out. It's a it's a very well acted show, very well directed show. And I heard an interview with Maggie Gyllenhaal on NPR because she has a movie coming out soon called The Kindergarten Teacher. Okay, and. She was talking about the deuce because the second season just came out and she was just talking about how they really made painstaking steps to ensure that um, women performers felt comfortable and that they had a say on the show and that they didn't do anything they didn't want to do at all. And if they weren't comfortable because she was an exa- she made herself exact. She said, I'm not going to do this unless I'm so like, she had better control a producer. Over it. So she had control over. It. She was in the room. She could have part of these decisions. Um, they even created a little piece of protection because there were extras on the set that oh, they were okay. simulating sex with and so they created a little some little thing to protect them it was interesting the way she was talking about it it made me appreciate the show even more that they took care with their actors because sure. i like that you know especially in this it made time, an effort especially in the time we are now yeah and it was interesting because she asked the interviewer asked her about james franco who at the time had been accused of having uh of sexual harassment yeah. with some people some of like PAs and different people on other shows. Yeah. And Maggie Gyllenhaal kind of squirmed around the issue <laughs> and didn't want to like she didn't want to say too much. Um but she basically said it didn't happen on our show. So that was that was good. That's a fair answer. That's a fair answer. Yeah. And so she was like and we just felt like, you know, we needed to continue the show and finish it the yeah. way it is kind of thing. And I'm like, cool. Um, but still, it's a good show. I check it out if you have HBO. If you don't, sorry, peasant. Again, well, you don't go see I, movies. <laughs> the only reason, the, also, the only reason I have HBO is because I work for a company and I get it for free. Yeah. If I didn't exactly. get it for free, I would not be watching HBO either. I'd be a peasant. You'd have bunny ears like the rest of us. I would be a peasant as well, a TV peasant as well. So that's. That's all we got. The um, last movie I watched. Oh wait, Rick has the yeah. last movie too. I guess. Yes. You whatever. Know, it's. I'm there's the two of us in the podcast. I'm, I'm but the whatever. It's important. He's been waiting over here with bated breath to talk about his movie, and I'm just like, no. I was just I'm trying done. to. Get, I was actually trying to get the information ready, so I could, you know, my facts. Uh, so the last movie I watched, uh, unknowing that this actress was in it, was called Adrift, starring <laughs> Shalene Woodley. Shalene Woodley. Uh, it is uh, about uh, Tammy Ashcra- Ashcraft who ended up in Hurricane Raymond in the Pacific Ocean in 1983. Uh, she meets this guy who, I can't remember his name, but he played Finnick in the Hunger Games. Um, Finnick O'Dare? Yep. 
she meets him. They kind of fall in love, and they decide to take uh, through a, a mutual acquaintance or through Claflin. through a friend of his. Um, his name, the character he played, was Richard. Through a friend of Richard's, they get a proposition to sail this couple's older couple's boat because they need to fly back to London uh, for family emergency to sail their boat back to I think San Diego. Uh, and at the, 1983, they're going to get paid $10,000 and, and two first class tickets back to somewhere. I think it was Fiji where they were at. Um, as they're going on this voyage, uh, they run into Hurricane Raymond and they basically kind of get shipwrecked. Um, I mean, not shipwrecked they're They get stranded in the middle of the ocean. And so it follows her story um, to... You know, toward to to completion, um, you find out what happens to them. They, it, I'm, I don't want to say the end because if you do watch it, if I, I can easily spoil this movie, because um, I didn't know anything about this story. It's supposedly based on a true story. Um, I will say this: I'm not a fan of Shalene Woodley. I not at all. I thought she made the Divergent movies terrible, along with just those movies being terrible. Period. The Divergent movies made the Divergent movies <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I don't think she's that great of an actress. I think she's a little overly eccentric in her real life. But I will say she that didn't. She's a hippie. She did an okay job in this movie. Um, I think that's what I really want to see a, a movie with an okay job being done. The story was good. And there were parts of this movie where I felt like, oh, I was like, oh, that's a Shilling Willie I don't like. Right. Uh, like when she's laughing. And don't let her laugh. Yeah. Don't let her do that. Um, and there were some characteristics of, of the way she portrayed this character that I just didn't care for. But as a whole, the movie was decent. It was a good movie. It was it was very te- intense during times, especially like when they're going through the storm um, and just what she has to deal with. Like, I thought she did a really good job. I think she's miscast as this heroic, you know, heroine type mm-hmm. character like she did in Divergent. I don't think she does a good job at that. I think she does a good job playing an average kind of just girl who shouldn't laugh or cry. She shouldn't laugh because she can't cry and she can't laugh. She doesn't do either one of those really well. Dude, she was going to be Mary Jane Watson. She was, and I'm glad she isn't. Um, So I will say this. The movie, the movie was good. It's a good kind of you know, shipwreck, lost at sea kind of story. Um, I enjoyed it for that aspect. I thought Shalene Woodley has matured a little bit in her acting. Um, I still wouldn't say she's a good actress. I'm not a Shalene Woodley apologist at this point. Do you know a TV show that Shalene Woodley was a part of? What's that? One of your favorite shows, Rick. The OC. She was on the OC. The OC. Did you know that? California. Did you know she was on the OC? No, I didn't. She was. She was on six episodes of the OC. And then it ended because she was because on. Because she was on it, she laughed. Yeah, she laughed on the show, and they were like, "We're done, guys. Cut it." So drift, but it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Okay. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Was it free? No, because we paid to rent movies. I'm done paying for these movies. That's all we got this week. I would rather pay for that uh, other movie you talked about last week, Hearts Beat Loud. Yeah, than yeah. than this. Definitely movie. yes. Okay, a drift is a Netflix rental. Hearts Beat Loud, pay to rent it. Watch the deuce. You won't regret it. Go back and watch Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Um, it is phenomenal. I mean, if you've never seen this, like, it's not just a kid's show. Yeah. 
It is a great show. Like it's X-Men, great storytelling. Spider-Man, even Ninja Turtles, they're all good. They're fun. They're definitely for kids. Yeah. And they're cool if you're a comic book enthusiast. Now, I have heard that some people hate the X-Men animated series because they are a comic book enthusiast. And that's and crazy. they do things totally different than a comic book. So, sure. Which is okay. But Batman, I mean, is like universally loved yeah. as a comic book TV show. Definitely watch it. It's great. Find it on Amazon. And throw a little change their way. Because, you know, Warner Brothers could use the money because they're about to... Uh, I mean, I guess they're making a lot of movies off the DC. They're okay. They're but, okay. But still, they need, you know... Anyway, they need the money. <laughs> Momoa needs the money. Did you... Wait a minute. I got something to tell you. Um, did you know that that guy... Crap. He's in... He's in... Um, oh, Jimon Hansu. Yeah. Right? He so he's in uh, the movie Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah. He's in Shazam. Yep, because he plays Shazam, the wizard. <laughs> okay. He's also in Aquaman. So he's just in everything, playing a fishmonger. Like, why is he in this? Why is he in Aquaman? That doesn't make any sense. He's not even playing the same person. Who knows? Unless, what if he's Shazam and Aquaman? That could be. But they called him something else, like an actual character. Like, he's not going to be a bit player in this no. movie. He's going to be doing something. So what is going on? I'm looking it up. What his name is. But he's, why is he in three movies? It says he's going to play the Fisherman King okay. in Aquaman. What is that? No idea. Because I don't read Aquaman, nor he's have I like, ever. He's like three roles. Anyway, so... Just be on the lookout for Shazam in Aquaman because Jimon Hams is in it both. He plays You're really Shazam, struggling with that. And name. he plays Shazam. I am. That doesn't make any sense. It's like as if he was in another Marvel movie yeah. and he played someone totally different. Yeah. It's like, what? You're already in a Marvel movie. You're this person. I don't think Marvel's ever done that. Where they've uh, had the same person play two different people in, in the oh. MCU. In the MCU. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. they yeah. have it. They have it. Marvel is smart. Yeah. DC doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say Chris Evans, but that was a that was a was Fox. That was Fox. Yeah. That was Fox. Oh, okay. Hot take. Quick, quick take. I know we're trying to we're trying to end the episode, but I have all these things that I've to talk about. Um, Michael B. Jordan, Superman. He stayed quiet. Racist. Um, no. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, this is the man that said, I want my Superman to be hey, white. <laughs> I did say if that. If you're friends with Jose on Facebook, this is the I man that said, said Superman is white and will always be white. What I said was, white I'm, Superman forever. What I said is, I'm a half black, half Hispanic man, and I believe that Superman should be white. Just saying, just throwing it out there. I just don't think he can pull it off as Superman. I'm not saying, like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't fit Superman. Not because of his skin color. I think just because of the way he would portray the character, I don't think it would work. What's interesting, because some of the arguments about a black Superman period are is that he's from Kansas, yeah. and that doesn't fit the same vibe. But I'm like, maybe that was Kansas like in the 50s, bro, yeah. but Kansas is different now. There are black is it, farm owners. Like, is there's it, black people there. Is really yeah, different? there's black people there. There are many of African Americans there. You see how I changed it to African Americans? Yeah, you still, did. They're Within black. the same set. Black people. So Within the same set. That's how good I am. <laughs> like a chameleon, bro. 
Um, yeah, Michael B. Jordan is Superman. No, he's too. I think he's too young. Yeah, and I, I saw that the kind of model they might look at, make him after that other from another dimension. One, if they're gonna make Black Superman, don't make it from another dimension. Just yeah. say he's own a Krypton. Just own it. Just, just reboot own what it. it is. Reboot it. Yeah, who cares, right? Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. And he better be a darn good actor. Yeah. I don't care what color he is. Actually, I he could better see be a him, darn good actor. I could see him being Batman more than Superman. A black Batman, a black billionaire. Would he? You know what? Okay, I'm going to tell, <laughs> tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now what they would do if they ever made black Batman black. He would be adopted. He'd and, be adopted, and he'd have his own clothing line. No, and he, he made. He have. would make his suits. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it wouldn't have to be anything like that. I'm just telling you right now. They would make him adopted, and that would make me mad. Yeah, just make him black. Just make him black because that's a good representation. Yeah, because that's the thing. Is like obviously I'm not racist. <laughs> I don't think that, you know, Superman can He's only be, trying to convince everyone, including himself. I, I don't think necessarily that Superman has to be white because white is best. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't make him black just to make him black. Find a good actor that can right. do it. I'm cool with whatever, but own what it is. Don't make him black and then change the story to be this alternate universe. Just make him a black Superman. Who yep. cares? Because he's from Krypton. He's an alien. It's the same thing with Starfire. She's an alien. Like, she's orange. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what color she is. No, it, but just don't dress her matters. like a prostitute. But she dresses like a prostitute. But like, anyway, Rick, like an actual, she pro- dress- like she can dress like a prostitute from space, but not like a prostitute that's like <laughs> from here, from the deuce. <laughs> In I brought her back, back around. <laughs> that's all we got for today. <laughs> Talk to you next time. Um, just remember, Starfire is a prostitute. Is a pimpstitute because she don't have no pimp. <laughs> <laughs>